is in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. Episode 51, we're officially one year old. Ooh, no, that is it. Yeah, we've been doing no, what? 52? It's 52 uh, weeks in a year. There is, yeah. Surely it's, well, this is awkward. Wow. Wow. Didn't graduate uni, you say. Three Didn't. three unfinished degrees. <laughs> And then my brain's is like, is there 51 states in the United States? Oh, what the fuck? That's I? how I measure my year. What is yes. 51? Yeah. Every, every, I like to spend a different week of the year in every different state. <laughs> That's how I count the year by. Where are we getting 51 from? Um, oh, isn't it Escape from LA where it's the 51 states of America oh. because we don't talk about what happened to California? <laughs> sure, that'll do. <laughs> Let's just not talk about what happened to my brain from years of playing in death metal bands and drinking. <laughs> at least, like, I like, you know, at least I can use the excuse of like rugby and concussions. Well, we had that too, but mm. we um. <laughs> so I used to play in a band called the Guantanamo Bay City Rollers, and um, it was supposed to be our like fifteen year anniversary this year, and everyone's like, mm. "Yeah, let's get together and do shows." And then we're like, oh, "We've all got kids and shit now," <laughs> and then, like we're all old as fuck. And the last time we played together, mm. we played at a house party in Western Sydney. Yeah. And the owners of the house paid us to leave. Oh. <laughs> and when you consider that house was full of crust punks. Oh. And people who were into bands like Piss Christ. And all oh. this sort of getting paid to leave a crust punk party. Oh. Yeah, you got to reevaluate your life. Oh. <laughs> But how can you say you're too old? Did you say that the Rolling Stones have kicked off another tour earlier this this week? And Charlie Watts is dead. They're like, fuck it, let's make money. Yeah, let let's keep going. Yeah, they've got like an intern on the drums, and uh, off they go. It honestly, from the footage that I saw, it honestly looked like they were playing a matinee performance in a, <laughs> a, like an elderly daycare centre, like in retirement home. It's what it did look to me. So, I don't know, touring or they've just given them microphones that dispense soap. <laughs> I had a minor bump and now my arm is black. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's how, about it. How do they remain that motivated? I literally live... A kilometre from the comedy room I co-run. And I can't be fucked doing it once a week. <sighs> it's that's true. It. I had to wake you up from a nap to record this. <laughs> like, But we've been sick. We've been overworked. Oh, here we go. Oh. Tell it to everyone in the bloody world right now who's not a millionaire. Anyone who's not the 1% is tired and overworked, John. <laughs> Actually, Get in line. Considering most of our listeners are in the southern Bible Belt of the United States where there's no healthcare, I'm not going to fucking whinge. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Everyone's working 15 jobs. They're bloody greeters at Walmart at the age of 80. Um, no. Nah. Yeah. i stop complaining. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Do you know what? That's, oh. Have you seen... I'm sure you've seen it. The websites that show the f- the people of Walmart. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's 
I've got nothing to say with that. I just I absolutely <laughs> love that website. Well, I yeah. love those pictures. It's like, this beautiful intersection of of generational poverty mm. and the need to shop at a Googleplex. Mm. Basically, mm. men in tutus that don't fit, and mm. people who've shat themselves and they've still got the turd halfway down their leg in their leotard. And See, that, they're the ones that upset me. Yeah, the, the soiled ones. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like I like shopping too, but not when I'm freshly soiled. Depend depends what you're shopping for. <laughs> Guess it depends what you're into. More amyl nitrate? Yes, please. <laughs> I'm already very relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, officially, no one should ever be that relaxed. That's <laughs> very relaxed. <laughs> like, just, no. That's a Chewbacca snuggy level of relaxed. Mm, yeah. No, there's just some things in life that you should just, yeah. No one should ever be that relaxed. If you're, what you're doing involves you shitting yourself, I'm going to just come out and say you shouldn't be doing it. What, what if someone's paid you to shit yourself? <laughs> You shouldn't be doing it. Hey, everyone's going to earn an income. I'm not <laughs> well, going to kink shame. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But there comes a time in your life and it, while you're there backing one out on someone, yeah. I reckon that's probably the moment where you're like, you know what? I'm going to rethink my life choices. <laughs> I, just, I reckon that's the, that's the point. Don't sit there and opine at me after last week when we finished the podcast and we sat here Googling public diarrhea and all those just and laughing ourselves stupid at people shitting themselves in public, Excuse including me. a woman shitting in a dairy case at Walmart. Okay, I no, you were googling that. You were googling that. I was sitting over here horrified, like yeah. a lady. Oh, you like a fucking lady. I had to send you every link, yeah. and you shared it with all your friends. <laughs> I'm a lady. I'm a lady. Prove it in court. <laughs> oh dear oh my lord speaking speaking of undesirable things in a locked up cabinet do you know what jess bezos is doing these oh, days the world's the world's best human jeff bezos What's oh my lord yeah jeff bezos um former owner of amazon and official owner of most of the money in the world yeah he's literally scrooge mcduck Oh, like, do you know what I mean? Like, seriously, what the fuck do you need $8 billion for when you're penalising people for having a piss break? He's got more than $8 billion. Oh, my God. Hasn't he got like a trillion dollars now? Something like that. Something insane. $188,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000
you can pay former captain of the USS Enterprise, William Shatner, to sit in your little rocket and be blasted into space with you. And thus, uh, William Shatner will be the oldest person um, projected into space. Oldest living person? Yeah, yeah, oldest living person. Okay. Yeah. Because, of course, Bezos is dead. Yeah. Um, which is morally and physically. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's what, he's, that's what he's trying to do to get the public back on board and excited about his little penis rockets. Yeah. yeah he's going he's gonna to stick William Shatner in it. He's going to stick the shat in space. Yeah, he's going to shat. Well, he's shat on Earth. He's shat, shat on us. <laughs> he's really going to shat on us from above. <laughs> Oh man! I, now is the time for William Shatner to mm. maybe maybe revive some of those rumors that he might be a little bit murdery, <laughs> and uh, and fucking take care of Bezos in zero gravity. Yeah, I want to see zero gravity blood droplets shoot across that inside of that rocket all over the live stream. Ah, oh, yes. Well, yeah, it, it's William Shatner. Like you're the beloved, you know, captain yeah. of the USS Enterprise. If you're going to be like aliens, yeah, no one's going to argue that. No, very true. More to the point, fucking this dick measuring contest between him and Branson and fucking Elon Musk, mm. all of it pales into comparison when you figure there are still eight dead Russian dogs in space. No. I don't say that to upset you, but literally, what are you achieving if a dog did it before you? Mm. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Um, what else have dogs done? Um Loyalty, yeah, loyalty, decency, <laughs> um, return things to their rightful owners, yeah, and uh, like uh, Amazon employees, they've had to shit in public, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They know how it feels to shit into a bag, yeah, <laughs> working in the mail room. Oh my god, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, they could do something like, oh, I don't know, shoot a food rocket over the world and feed the world, yeah, you know, shoot a rocket of affordable housing. You know, but yeah. sure, blast William Shatner into space. Yeah, or shoot a giant firework up that explodes that says, we're happy to let you unionise. Yeah, woo! Mm, that'd be nice. Oh, although, actually, have you heard uh, Amazon? Yeah. You know, of course, they've, they've been getting such terrible reports, you know, doing things like, oh, in a, uh, they actually have more uh, employee accidents at uh, Amazon than any other business. Uh, the reason what, it, more than like diamond mining in Africa because of the speeds at which oh, right. they force people to work. So you mean in developed countries? We're not yes. talking fast fashion. Well, in we're talking blood diamonds. Yeah. yeah, like people putting gold nuggets in their anus. Like, no, we're not talking yeah, about that. Children getting around in fucking like acids to leach gold out of the soil in Africa. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's Nike, but. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so, the, the, the oh, yeah, so Amazon, yeah. So, because basically, yeah, because people are forced to work um, uh, such long hours. So, of course, uh, apparently we're in the middle of a resignation tsunami. Okay. Oh. Uh, people are just like, you know what? Fuck this. You know, I'm not working for the man anymore. Life is meant to be more than this. Life is meant to be better. I'm worth more. People are at home. They're making chilies. They're making candles shaped like their vaginas. They're rediscovering life. Yes. People are quitting left, right and centre. And of course, they haven't been able to access cheap, illegal immigrant labour. Yep. So... And of course, because people are like, you know what? You've used and abused me for too long. You're not paying me a livable wage. 
get stuffed. So you know what Amazon has done to extend the olive branch to the common worker? Uh, I'm guessing robot police like in fucking Elysium? They have told that they want to get away with uh, disband with compulsory marijuana testing at their sites. Really? So you're allowed to do it high? Basically. <laughs> yeah, basically that will be their concession. I mean, maybe, you know... The accidents will be a lot slower. Yeah. <laughs> Someone on a forklift going, oh, I'm going fast as fuck. And it's like doing 2Ks an hour. I mean, maybe not, you know, work people to the death so that they're a point where they need <laughs> to have hallucinogens to be able to force themselves to, you know, yeah. get through their horrific life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the olive branch. Not going to improve working conditions. Not going to increase pay. Not going to have allowable toilet breaks. Nah, you know what? You can be high. We're just going to turn a blind eye to the high. <laughs> Speaking of which, if listeners hear some bubbling going on in the background, mm. it's not fucking Cypress oh, Hill. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I just, just realised the chilli sauce in the background is bubbling away. Oh, okay. Is yeah. that a metaphor? No, no, it's really happening. I've got these large fermenting oh. vessels behind me and occasionally bloop, bloop, it sounds like we've got Cypress Hill back here. Oh. Well, did you know? Yeah. Just getting back to the Amazon thing. Yeah. Um, all these large companies actually work to a metric, and I'm not sure exactly what it's called, but it's not just Amazon, it's a whole bunch of Fuck them. the worker? Basically, they've figured out the perfect balance between what someone at a workplace will take before wanting to quit yep, and what someone will take at the workplace before wanting to unionise mm. and how much it will cost them to retrain someone to replace them, and mm-hmm. they constantly keep workers at that exact breaking point. In terms of the pressures they will take, because it's cheaper to replace them and train someone new yeah. and have them burn out in eighteen months than it would be to make any kind of concessions to workers and allow them to unionize and have fair wages and conditions and all those fun things that don't put cunts in space. <sighs> Billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. Yeah. One person. Gina Reinhardt's never gone into space because there's not a rocket fucking big enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know even the black hole of space wouldn't wanna fuck <laughs> off bitch oh my god even space has a union card <laughs> oh, I was gonna say speaking of um, you know weird you know objects creeping up behind you that uh, that uh, leads us to our topic of the week oh we got there would you believe <laughs> Sorry, Evil Dobbins, we got there. <laughs> Such a bloody road trip, I tell you. <sighs> Look, you know what? This week, because uh, we, we've got some fans or some, you know, fans, fans, followers. Some people in chairs who are unable to exert motor skills to change the podcast station who listen to us. Yes. Um, Shout out to Michael Schumacher. <laughs> Be. <laughs> Uh. So we've got we've got a couple of uh, lovely uh, people that let us talk to them in yeah. Canada. Uh, one of them, the very lovely Alexander, he sent us um, a great suggestion for a future episode. Cool. But you know, this week I thought, you know what? Let's have a little bit of a look at Canada, shall we? Australia's northern cousin. Canada, oh, oh Canada. That's not true. We're we're a backwards reactionary fucking right wing hellhole. New Zealand is our Canada. That's true. Yeah, we're the states. Fuck. Yeah, oh. I know. Awkward. Sorry, calendar. Yeah, yeah. calendar. Oh. Calendar. Fuck me, dead. Yeah, put your fake beer down. Oh, but I mean, 
Canadians, they're all just so darn nice, aren't they? Seem to be. That's probably because according to Canadian mythology, there is a flying canoe that takes lumberjacks to hell for swearing. I don't remember that episode of Northern Exposure. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, that, that's a strong motivation to be nice. It is. Uh, I guess Canadians will put up with a lot, but apparently cussing in a canoe is not one of them. <laughs> well. But in typical Canadian style, this story still manages to be woke as fuck. Of course it does. As it is one of the first intercultural stories that combines both the European folklore about the Christian devil and a legend from the First Nations about a flying canoe. And it's not Justin Trudeau in blackface going to a fucking party. (laughs) A real inclusivity. (laughs) Oh, Lord. In this week's episode of Cursed Canadian Canoe, hey? You didn't get Canuck in there. Or, is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's a boots, eh? Fucking hell. Was that your Canadian accent? That was my Canadian accent. That's, that was Scottish, if that. <laughs> it's a boot, hey? It's a boots, hey? A boot? I it's, can't, no, we can't do Canadian accents. I can't even do an American one. It's a, it's a boot, hey? <sighs> if we could look at that moose, eh? <laughs> it's a very impressive moose. You're fucking eh? Sean Connery. Moo, I, I see you, moosey galore. There's a moose. <laughs> you know what rhymes with moosey? It's pussy. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I do a good Canadian accent, eh? <coughs> Jesus Christ. With my boots. My my references for Canadian accents mm. are the comedian Glenn Wool and mm. Dayglow Abortions. And that's it. And I oh. and Northern Exposure. But wasn't that based in Alaska? Oh, about. Oh, no, the TV show. You, about. The TV show, you can't do that on television. That was Canadian. Oh, okay. With Barthy's Burgers. Okay. You don't remember Barth's Burgers? No. Oh, for fuck's sake. No. I know that like most like things that are on American TV are filmed in Canada, it well, seems. Well, British Columbia, yeah, like a lot yeah. of X-Files. And, Anything uh, with trees, you're like, oh, yeah. that's Canada. X-Files, Stargate, um, Farscape. Oh, yeah. Whole bunch of that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, no, Canada. not Farscape. Farscape's Australian. Yeah, God. yeah. Keep up with it. <laughs> Such a bad nerd. Yeah. Oh. well, this Canadian story is the most Canadian story ever. All it needs is a maple syrup covered moose, and it would have it all. Eh? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Some believe it comes from a French medieval legend, the Wild Hunt. Is that a rhyming slang? (laughs) Look at at this wild hunt. Uh, Oh, it is. (laughs) About the rather naughty Lord Gallery. Instead of attending church on Sunday, the Lord would go hunting. Sacrible. (laughs) Obviously, the Lord was punished terribly by God, who cursed the Lord to go... Uh, on a hunt at night for all of eternity, whilst yes. whilst forever being pursued by howling wolves and galloping horses, which some might see as a bit of an overreaction. <laughs> Fair enough. All this because he went hunting at night and didn't go to church. 
Yes. Oh, no, because he went on Sunday. So it's like, not only do you have to like, you know, because it's like, oh, he cursed him to like hunt forever. And you'd be like, mm, I think that's literally his best dream. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, no, no, no but at night. Oh. So I don't. I don't know. It's chilly. It's hunting, but chilly. Very hard to, yeah. I suppose very hard to shoot anything when you can't see. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Although a lot of trapping back in the day. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. It just. Well, I'm not going to poke holes in this thing. What's what's? Yeah, it's just. I don't know. But again, just not for going. To, you know, missing a few Sunday church services. It's a very Canadian punishment. Yeah. It's about. <laughs> you have to go home to get night here. Yeah. Yeah. No. Seriously. Oh no. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Every other culture in the world, you will be raped by a headless fucking Chinese demon yeah. that has nothing but the Krasui, you know, nothing yeah, yeah, but yeah. dragging entrails. No, Canadians, you got to go hunting at night. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That's, that's a my, bit rough, eh? my favourite TV shows on. Oh, it's oh, a bit... Oh. <laughs> I was going to, like, bring the laundry in, eh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to write a letter... To the news, eh? You sound like Susan Boyle. That is not a fucking Canadian accent. It's a Canadian accent, day. Eh? Can't just say a at the end of things and make it Canadian. Yeah, you can. Okay. A. Eh? God. <laughs> when the French arrived in Canada in the 1600s, uh, but well, basically they started they they started killing everything they found. Um, it was all kill, 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 kill. Get those furs. Yeah, say la vie. We're French. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> In the 1640s, a class of fur trader known uh, as a <coughs> piece of shit or <laughs> runners of the woods. Try being vegan in the 1600s. <sighs> you would have lasted 30 seconds. I'm just, I'm just eating nothing but maple syrup, eh? <laughs> You're the first person to ever die of diabetes. <laughs> Oh, these men knew the First Nations languages and customs, which allowed them to travel further into the woods than any other Europeans. It was during this time that they believed the legends became intertwined. These legends then made it back to the French colonies and suddenly everyone's heads were filled with flying canoes. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, based on uh, an indigenous uh, legend, obviously, about a magic flying canoe uh, taking bad people to meet their penance. Right. Mm-hmm. In 1661, earthquakes shook New France. That shits me. Like, you travel all the way around the world, give it a new name. It's yeah. not New France. No, it's much better. Oh, Lord, Lord. It's like New South Wales. Oh, like. No. Not even Wales, just South Wales. Yeah. Just (sighs) literally nothing alike. No, no. Subtropical heat. Yeah. Nothing in common whatsoever. Sclerophyll forest. (sighs) So, yes, earthquakes shook New France and Paul Lejeune, a Jesuit priest, claims that he saw canoes on fire flying through the sky above the colony. So I'm guessing there's a lot of UFO talk around this shit. He also says he heard human screams coming from the canoes. This is his quote. Okay. <laughs> oh, see, I, oh, is he... No, he would, he'd be French at this stage. Yeah. Oh. The canoes, which appeared all on fire, fluttered through air all around Quebec. 
were only a light, but a true omen of the enemy canoes that prowled our coasts this summer. His theory, basically, what these were French people who'd been captured as prisoners of war during the battles with the indigenous populations. Yeah, right, okay. Another French-Canadian legend involves the devil himself (laughs) flying through the air in a canoe with not one, not two, but 20 werewolves. So he goes to Georgia looking to steal souls. But he just fucking holidays in Canada. Yeah, just him and his 20 pet werewolves. Yeah, like, we're going for a fucking break. Yeah, woo! Who's up for some extreme sports? <laughs> it's like just, going to New Zealand. Yeah, just air rafting through Quebec. <laughs> just scaring the shit out of Jesuit priests. By the first Contiki tour. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm totally going to meet a French backpacker. I'm going to fuck her. We're going we're gonna to do quiz night and I'm going to fuck her. I don't care if it's in the fucking hostel. All you wolves are after watch. <laughs> Sounds like every hostel I've ever been to. Oh, oh my lord. This legend was called The Devil and the Loop Garou. Ah. Yes. Tying back into our Rougarou episode. Yeah. So, Loop Garou, of course, French for werewolf. 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 In this legend. We We can piss off the French now because they think we owe them $66 billion. Oh, is that um, was that because we decided that we weren't going to buy those like submarines that you could hear on land? No, there was nothing wrong with them at all. Did we have? Did we have submarines? We made some submarines, yeah. and they were so loud you could hear them on land. No, no. All right, just to go on a very strange tangent here, the Australian-designed and built Collins-class submarine is an excellent, capable warboat. It is unfortunately had cavitation issues, which were fixed. You mean it had the engine of a Tirana. And then you, they would hear you pull it up. Can't you go have a lumpy cam in your submarine. Come on. So you can peel out from the port. Oh but God. no, Australia was going to replace the locally built Collins class with a, with French submarines, mm-hmm. which we were making them take the nuclear gener- the nuclear reactor out of them, uh-huh. putting a diesel engine in them. And the French are like, oh, whatever, we, we will do it, you fucking idiots. And then our incredibly fucking, uh, I suppose, he's a very uh, US-centric prime minister, decided mm. to forge a new alliance with the the states and we're now buying American nuclear submarines and we've reneged on our contract to buy French submarines and now they want $66 billion from us and withdrew their fucking ambassadors from Australia. Kind of sounds fair cool. Yeah, the French are 100% right. I'd be fucking pissed off too. Yeah. Well, so wait on. So we cancelled our order of submarines to get submarines. Yeah. Why didn't we just get our new submarines? Because, I don't know, apparently fucking our Prime Minister just needs to choke on fucking Biden dick. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, I mean, what do you mean? Like, we've, like, we've already, like, we already have a relationship with the US. Yeah. We've got the ANZUS Treaty. Yeah. We, we don't need a new one. I don't know. Fucking calm down. Yeah. Oh, my God. And we pissed off our biggest trading partner in the process, China. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> Um, oh, no, you know what? I just remember that time where the fucking French launched all those nuclear bombs in the, at those Pacific islands. And without them, we wouldn't have Godzilla. <laughs> no, 
No, you know what? They nuked the islands. Fuck off, France. That's what you get. But you, oh my god, it's like the world's longest play revenge. Be like, oh, remember the atoll? Fuck you, cunts. Are you forgetting we nuked our own Aboriginal people? Look, two wrongs <laughs> don't make a right. <laughs> fucking put you in a fucking canoe with a loop, guru. Oh my god. <laughs> so. In the legend of the devil and the loop guru, in this legend, uh, Jean Dubré, possibly the world's laziest farmer. Jean is so lazy, he doesn't want to do any work whatsoever on his farm. Kind of why own a farm, but I'm just going to put it out there. So he's like the Jeff Bezos yeah. of farming. He's yeah. just going to farm it out to whoever will work and prepare to shit in a wheat sack. Well, speaking of that, oh, okay. <laughs> the French 16th century Jeff Bezos made a deal with the devil. Oh, of course he did. Also. Yeah. And the devil orders the werewolves to do all the work on the farm. Here's a question. Do you think werewolves make good farm hands? <laughs> Depends if they're not being drug tested. <laughs> if they can turn up high. <laughs> you know what? That'd be really good if you need them to like, just like, you know, dig up the soil to like plant seeds. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Chase away smaller dogs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Wouldn't uh, trust them around livestock. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe not the ones you'd put in charge of the chickens. <laughs> I'm just saying. I hope it wasn't a poultry farm. <laughs> this marama is shit. It's eaten everything. That movie Oddball lied to me. <laughs> Shane Jacobson. I choose to believe that it was just, I really hope it was just a corn farm. <laughs> because it's awkward. Awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah, again, still had to shit in a bag. Um, <laughs> a local priest discovers this goings on at the farm and is outraged. Presumably by all the scab labour. Yeah. <laughs> and throws holy water all over the property. Maybe that's what we should do to Amazon. It's got what plants crave. <laughs> the devil is driven back and in outrage whisks Jean off to hell in the canoe. What did he do? Should have been the priest. <laughs> Coming along throwing his fucking herbicide all over the place. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> well, you know, if you can have priests hanging out. That's what you get. Have they ever done a blind experiment where they've tried to grow plants just using normal water and holy water? And if you did, would you get like holy corn? Well, you grow... Oh, my God, you grow your chilies. Maybe yeah. you should grow like a holy, holy sacrament chili. I should. And just have it completely fed on... Holy water. On holy water. <laughs> Can I get bulk holy water? Yeah. Well, actually, I think you just need a priest to come and like bless your tap. Oh no, no, it doesn't work like that. That's like in the movie Constantine. That it, yeah, they throw that cross in there like a fucking dissolvable tablet. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a fucking aspirin. Come on, that totally works. Doesn't it? But if I if I like go and see a priest and I like, yeah. have like a forty gallon drum of water and just go, can you just fucking bless this for me? And then, like, literally, I'm gonna do it. No, you know what? You need a Greek. You need a you need a Greek priest. Uh, a friend of mine, she is Greek, yeah. and, and so every year they have the priest comes around, you know, blesses the house, you know, burns his incense, the sage throws the holy water about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
So uh, she doesn't do this, but her parents do it. Her parents are very religious. Anyway, yeah. so about eight o'clock at night, she hears this at, at the door. She goes to the door. It's like, there she is as a lesbian. There's a priest on her door. No. She's just like, oh my God, they're coming for me. <laughs> and he explains he has been sent and paid for by her mother to come and bless her and the house. Definitely coming for her. And she's like, holy shit, like, I've got to let him in. My mum will never hear, like, the end of it. And, like, she comes inside and she's like, oh, my God, like, maybe he won't go into the spare room where she's got, like, all of her, you know, sexy ladies titty out posters. That's the first room he goes into. He's blessing it. He carries on like a tramp. He's probably seen worse. Oh, yeah. He's like, he goes around. He's blessing the whole house. She's just sitting in the lounge room trying not to catch fire. Um, and the priest comes out. And as he comes out, her big fat like former street cat just comes out and just looks at him and he's like, oh, who is this? <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, oh, that's my cat. Oh, what is his name? And she's like, Moses. Ah! And he's like, oh, gets to like his like, you know, thingy of, of incense, the holy water, pitches the holy water at the cat and the, and the smoke and stuff. And is like, blah, 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 blesses the cat. Awesome. And I'm like, know they could do that that is the best thing ever and i'm like i want a priest to come around and bless my cats like i didn't know they would like come and bless your pussy the only time a priest is coming around to bless your cats is when they find your body there and he's doing the last rites (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i want a holy pussy but i think that's so great (laughs) bless this mess It's winter, all right? <laughs> You've got to let it grow out. It's a survival situation. Uh, it's the Canadian wilderness. <laughs> you hunt that all night. Woo! <laughs> it's the rigaroo. <laughs> oh, my God. You need the devil on a crew of 20. <laughs> what this? Uh, oh, my Lord. So, yeah. If you, I'm just saying, it maybe fill up the bathtub and then if you get and your gallons of water and then have the Greek priest, because they'll make home visits to bless, get him to bless your water. Yeah. Bam. 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 Holy chilies. Yeah. Nice. Sacrilegious. He can bless your bush. Sacrilegious. Yeah. Oh, sacrilegious. There you go. There you go. There's the official Gabin in the Woods hot sauce. Sacrilegious. Sacrilegious. Woo! And I'll, I'll fill the pots up with soil from a cemetery. Oh, and just get some like werewolves to like turn yeah. the soil. <laughs> Satan comes along again. Oh, scab laver. <laughs> Oh no. Squirrely, why is the devil going to Georgia to steal souls? There's some inbred fucking slave trading. Oh, that's probably why. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know what? They're, they're, oh, no, there's bigger dicks in the world. Oh, much bigger. You know? Why isn't he going to Washington? Because <laughs> there's no souls there. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm going to retire on that gold. <laughs> Oh my god! Apparently, one of the favorite, like the best moments in Independence Day, they got the r- largest like reaction when they did the previews of Independence Day. Yeah. Is is when the alien ship blows up the White House. Yeah, that got the largest reaction of like yeah every time from crowds. <laughs> That's brilliant. I know. Oh, I would have thought it'd be Randy Quaid <laughs> cornholing him. Uh, okay, so we've got the devil in the canoe. but Which is how Randy Quaid snuck into Canada during his madness in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but even still, La Chesse Galerie 
remained the most popular flying canoe story of them all. The most popular version of this story was written by one-time Montreal mayor, Henri Bugrand. Henri? Henri Bugrand. Who published his version in 1892 in Century Magazine. The magazine wrote of this story, (coughs) quote... The writer has met an, uh, many an old voyager who affirmed most positively that he had seen bark canoes travelling in mid-air, full of men paddling and singing away, under the protection of Beelzebub, on their way from the timber camps of the Ottawa to pay a flying visit to their sweethearts at home. So they're basically flying flyout workers. Basically. <laughs> yeah. They were in high vis and drinking two dollar beers. This is how fly in, fly out began. Yeah. <laughs> the story begins at a lumber camp. Yeah. In eighteen fifty eight on New Year's Eve in a remote forest. The men are cold, lonely, thirsty, and horny. I was going to say, if they're not going to resort to homosexuality, and sorry about that, resort is never the word. Yeah. Choose. Enjoy. Indulge. Explore. Yeah. Discover. First, next thing you know, you're first you're stroking your friend's beard. Awaken. Yeah. <laughs> you look good in that plaid, eh? <laughs> oh, my God. It really brings out your eyes, eh? <laughs> Oh, it oh, really brings out the, the red rosiness in your cheeks. You know what cheeks I'm talking about, eh? I think this is what they meant by being cursed to hunt at night. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the beat. <laughs> oh, 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 I'd like to pull your chainsaw and pull your start mower. Some poor, confused lumberjack in 1858 who's never heard of the internal combustion engine. What the fuck are you on about? Do you want to fuck me or not? (laughs) No, sir, I do not. What do you think this is? (laughs) But I will explore the jet curiosity of our discoveringness. Discoveringness? That's how they talked back then. Yeah, uh, and I think there's 51 weeks in a year. <laughs> While a werewolf will look on. <laughs> Getting dogged by a dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh my God, takes dogging whole new levels. <laughs> That's halfway through. <laughs> That's why they're called Arug, Oh my God, we should very quickly explain for those in America, dogging. It's not what you think. What it, what it is, it's where basically English people have sex in a car um, and then strangers just stand around like the windows and look at the people have sex in the car. Yeah. And occasionally jerk off. It's better than soccer. You know? Well, yeah, you got to do something on the off season. Yeah, you do. And you know what? With COVID, it's probably a lot more COVID safe. Yeah. You know, just make sure there's 1.5 metres between you all. and <laughs> It's great. Put Keep your mask on. <laughs> so they're sitting around cold, lonely, thirsty and horny. I can't quit you. The cook begins to recount a story from his youth. 35 years previously, the men of the camp found themselves in the same position. 
cold, lonely, thirsty and horny. <laughs> Doggy style. That's the position. <laughs> None more so than the camp's boss, Baptiste Zadaire. Who was pining for his sweetheart who was in a faraway village. So Baptiste did what any reasonable person would do and made a deal with the devil himself. Okay. Baptiste was easily able to do this as he had not been to church in over seven years, which apparently is a thing you develop, I think, like a superpower. It's like a bank loan. If you've got a good credit rating, Mm. they'll just do it. Yeah, basically. Just be like, oh, I haven't been to, you know, in seven years. He was just pre-approved. You didn't have to fill in any forms. Yeah, just on his phone. Click. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Baptiste attempts to convince other men in the camp to join him as he needs them to row. What the fuck? Is this a pyramid scheme? As apparently rowing makes the canoe fly faster. Oh, yeah. no. And if you join me now, right now, this is the time right to get now. on board. Yeah. You'll get access to all the company perks, full mm-hmm. training. There's no cold selling. you got to paddle. Mm, free werewolf. Yeah, but seriously, like you don't have to bug your friends or anything like that. Okay, if you use your personal networks, but you don't have to bug your friends or anything like that. But seriously, get on board with Satan. This guy, he's going places mm. and you can't get his products in any stores and they are the best products you can get. Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. this take this testimony from this guy in Georgia with a fiddle. Ding, 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 ding. Only Satan would think of multi-level marketing. <laughs> He says to the men, quote, We can go to level three and back in six hours. Don't you know that with La Chase Gary we can travel 150 miles an hour when one can handle the paddles as well as we do? All that night hunting. (laughs) (laughs) All there is to it is that we must... Now, these are the conditions. He's very... Just sort of trying to drop in at the end. It's all... (coughs) Oh, parties, women and canoes and gold. Here's the apple terms and conditions. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) All that they have to do is they must not pronounce le nom de bon Dieu. The name of God. His name's Baptiste. No, no, no. They can't say the name of God. Yeah, I know. This guy's name is Baptiste. Doesn't that like literally mean Baptist? <coughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just a hanger on. Okay, yeah. You know. He's turning his fucking holy water onto his chili plants. <laughs> so you can't say the name of God during the voyage when okay. you're in the canoe. Um, and you must also, you cannot touch any crosses or steeples on roofs when you travel. Right. Okay. Okay. It's so it's kind of like one of those like games. It's like you know, if you hit the oh, you hit the frog, oh, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes on to tell them that they will be safe as long as they keep their eyes open, think before they speak, and don't drink any booze. Oh, what? They'll be fine okay. as long as they obey those conditions. Right. Don't get them wet after midnight. <laughs> Even Bezos turned a blind eye to drug testing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but despite these assurances, the men still seemed sceptical. All but six lumberjacks who agreed to join him in the devil's canoe. Totally sounds like a sex act. That's a sex move. <laughs> just, just seven men in the devil's canoe. <laughs> Each one of them badly. <laughs> 
Oh, there's our next bit of merchandise. Oh, no. Cabin in the Woods Porn presents. <laughs> Six Canadians in a canoe. A. Is it like a mahogany canoe? Oh. Ah, oh, well. <laughs> he describes the canoe itself in very little oh. detail other than... It's a canoe. Fair enough. Um, in later years, others would go on to describe the canoe in more detail. Um, in later interpretations, it says, uh, quote, It was decorated from top to bottom with archaic symbols and a red dye that looked as if it might be human blood. Sounds pretty sweet, actually. Yeah, it does, actually. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do it, like, get the good decals. Yeah, hot rod. <laughs> Sweet. Something looks like it was designed by Coop. <laughs> Devil girl on the front. And uh, other descriptions uh, that quote, the symbols glowed, casting evil red shadows among the trees. And strangest of all, the canoe seemed to whisper to itself in a strange tongue that sounded like the hiss of snakes. So it's a parcel mouth. <laughs> So, yeah, it's a, it's a flying bloody canoe that hisses. But you still got to paddle it. You know. That's well, weird. you don't have to. I think apparently that makes it go faster. <laughs> it's the nitrous. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my Lord. So, yeah, you get in your little snake canoe. Oh, my God. I am sick of these motherfucking snakes on this <laughs> motherfucking canoe. <sighs> For some reason... Um, no, hang on. We know the reason. The lumberjacks climb in the canoe and pronounce the magic words. Acrobis, acrobus, acrobram. Right. Fay nous voyage par deux les montiers. Probably. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Make us travel over the mountains. <laughs> Clickto Narada. Vexo. Who's first to I said your damn words. <laughs> I'm very much aware of my fate in there. <laughs> the canoe shoots up about five to six hundred feet straight in the air and then flies straight, a trail of sparks in its wake. Why is it sparking? It's literally traveling through air. It's a canoe. Magic sparkles. Oh, what, coming from your snakes? Oh, my Lord. Magic sparkle canoe. <laughs> you, can, you can fly back to your sweetheart in your magic sparkle canoe with six other men. Or you can stay in the bush and have all, a wank. All got a firm hold on their oars. <laughs> uh, I'm staying in the bush and having a wank. Oh my god, can you just imagine that moment where they just fly past the canoe, go on the other way with just the devil and 20 werewolves? Hello, fellas! <laughs> we got to your wives first. <laughs> oh. As the canoe approaches Montreal, Baptiste decides that riding in a flying canoe isn't fun enough. <laughs> And tells his crewmates what fun it would be if they terrified the people below. Oh, fucking oath. I'd do that. Oh, look out there. We will just skim over Montreal and frighten some of the fellows who may be out of this hour of the night. Joe, clear your whistle and get ready to sing your best canoe song. (laughs) 
Cornet D.S.O.A., my boy. His best canoe song is Bark Canoe. Uh, there's a Bark Canoe song? There's a Bark Canoe song. Bark Canoe, Bark Canoe. I'm riding in my Bark Canoe. This definitely sounds like a Eurovision entry. <laughs> This whole tale is kind of like dazed and confused. <laughs> Be a whole lot cooler if you did sing the Bark Canoe song. <laughs> bark Canoe, Bark Canoe. It has sparks. <coughs> With manipulation of the oars, they bring the canoe lower to the ground and begin to sing. Bark Canoe, Bark Canoe. It's like one of those bars that you pedal around town. Oh my god, yes, the little, yeah. Handlebar, whatever they call it, yeah. Yeah, 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 you need to pedal the bicycle with a little portable bar. Yeah. yeah. Buckadoo, buckadoo. To be honest, I'd be more impressed, okay, by a flying, sparking, like, canoe. Yeah. That was hissing at me like a, like a snake. Yeah. Loses some of its impact when it like sparks up to you, Bacanoo, Bacanoo. It's like a show tune. It is, yeah. This is the latest Andrew Lloyd Webber. One singular sensation. Every move that she makes in her. Please. Bacanoo. It's Starlight Express, if anything. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, <laughs> so within manipulation of the oars, they bring the canoe lower to the ground to begin to sing but they are over montreal and its people within moments oh Aww. what a shit idea <laughs> the canoe carries on until the men arrive at a house in lavatry 300 miles from the logging camp okay here a new year's eve party is in full swing much to the delight of the men Baptiste warns them one last time not to drink neither rum nor whiskey and they must always be ready to leave on his say-so. Sounds fair enough. Sounds like a simple plan. How could this possibly go wrong? Seven horny lumberjacks flying into a New Year's Eve party. The living is easy. Yeah. How can this go wrong? Let's find out. <laughs> Bacanoo, Bacanoo. You sure woke up a thirst singing those terrible songs. Oh, yeah. The men dance and party the night almost through until it becomes time to depart. As the men assemble outside, it is extremely clear that Baptiste is pissed. Oh, no. Having drunk rum, having drunk whiskey... Having drunk pretty much every alcoholic beverage presented to him. <laughs> Begrudgingly, the men get back into the canoe. Designated drivers. <sighs> Baptiste says the magic words and the canoe raises them straight into the air. He then almost drives them directly into a church steeple. <laughs> <laughs> Then he readies himself at the last moment and they narrowly avoid it. And then l almost fly into a large cross. <laughs> it becomes clear that in his drunkenness, Baptiste has steered them in the wrong direction. Motherfucker. The men yell at Baptiste to change his course, which he does. And then proceeds to drive or fly, I guess we'd say. 
He proceeds to fly the canoe into the side of a mountain. Fucking hell. You had one job, Baptiste. <laughs> one job. Not get shit-faced. Oh, my God. Oh, you know what? We, we, went to, uh, we went to a Viking festival last year. Okay. And it was my friends. And obviously, we all wanted to, like, tie one on. Yeah. And get into it. The only problem thing is this thing was, like, well out of town. Yeah. Like, in the middle of nowhere. You know, like, freaking hell, what are we going to do? Nobody wanted to drive. No buses would take us out there. We you were like, oh, my God, Uber is going to cost us an arm and a leg. So we found a heavily pregnant woman <laughs> and paid her to, like, just drive us there and drive us back. And she's like, oh, no, it'd be really good. I'm just going to go here and I will just nap a lot through the day. Right. And then I'll, I'll, dr- I'll drive you back. And we had no fear that she was just going to be like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to tie one on. <laughs> Depends where you get her from. Yeah, well, that's true. Broken Hill. <laughs> <laughs> just lubricating it to come out. Oh, my God. So, yeah, there's one way to get around it. They, they should have just taken a, a heavily pregnant lady with them. But whatever. I think they left a few behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he flies them into the side of a mountain. Luckily, they hit a snow drift and the soft snow cushions their impact. And suddenly it's cool runnings. Yeah. Well, Pipped Baptiste, who just is the jerk of this story. Yeah, of course. Declares that he is going to walk down the mountain to get another drink. <laughs> they try to reason with Baptiste. They're better men than I. You've wrecked Satan's canoe. What are you going to do? Oh, he won't listen. No, at this point, the rest of the men lose their patience with Baptiste. They jump on him, knocking him down, and then tie and gag him and throw him back into the canoe. Good work. Because basically everybody who leaves in the canoe has to come back in the canoe. Them's the rules. Or everyone goes to hell. Yeah. So they tie him up, chuck him in. They repeat the magic words. Blah, 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 blah. Nepte. <laughs> Scribbly bubbly doo. Scribbly doo. <laughs> and the canoe takes to the air again and the men speed through the night. But now they fear they will not make it back to the camp in time and will be forced to forego their souls to the devil. Ah, oh, that's that fucking no soilage fee thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've all dealt with car rental companies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Without warning, Baptiste manages to break free from his constraints only a few miles from the camp. Oh, God. Baptiste stands up in the middle of the canoe, waving an oar above his head. But then Baptiste starts swearing like a pagan. Oh, no. The men scramble to stop Baptiste and the canoe crashes into a large pine tree, knocking the men unconscious. Then the men wake up the following morning tucked into their bunks in their cabin at the lumberjack camp. The other men in the camp, having seen their crash, carried the men back to the camp just in time to save their souls from the devil. The devil being the foreman (laughs) who was going to notice they were missing. (laughs) That's why you're nice to your co-workers. Absolutely. You know, who else is going to drag your unconscious, horny, drunk ass? Back to bed. Fucking Baptiste. Oh. Everyone works with a Baptiste. Oh, we do. We all oh, we all know one. Oh. Yeah. The cook says, has been re- retelling this story. All I can say, my friends, is that it is not so amusing as some people might think to travel in midair in the dead of winter under the guidance of Beelzebub running La Chase Galerie. And especially if you have... A drunkard to steer your bark canoe. 
Take my advice and don't listen to anyone who would try to rope you in for such a trip. Wait until summer before you go to see your sweethearts. For it is better to run all the rapids of the Ottawa and the St. Lawrence on a raft than to travel in partnership with Lee Diable himself. And Baptiste, because he's a dick. Baptiste is a dick. Now, whilst this version sees the men saved, not all versions of this story have such a happy ending. Because uh, Satan seems pretty forgiving in this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you got back in time. Oh, I mean, it's like pizza, fucking 30 minutes or it's free. I know, you've wrecked my canoe, but... <laughs> this contract is ironclad. Uh, it's written on human skin and oh, blood, know. but it's ironclad. You know, I just like, well, technically, and just the snake starts. <laughs> uh, well, all right, Barry, if you say so. The other endings see the men hit the pine tree near the camp and then instead of falling into a soft, comfortable snow pile, the men tumble from the tree down into a black hole in the ground which takes them deep into the bowels of hell. With these versions, the occupants of the canoe are doomed to hurtle through the air in the canoe and back down into the pits of hell each and every new year for eternity. In a desperate bid to meet a deadline, they will never meet. Oh, no. Just sounds like modern working conditions. Pretty much. What's your New Year's resolution? Oh, to not fall into the pits of hell. Too bad! Yeah. Oh. <sighs> this legend, even to this day, inspires paintings, plays, films, songs, symphonies, a restaurant, and even a beer. A restaurant? A restaurant. Satan's flaming sparkle canoe? Yes. Right, okay. I know. I I'm guessing they do churros. <laughs> they branched out into San Francisco and all along the Californian coast. <laughs> oh. Now, for those celebrating New Year's Eve in Montreal, they are told if they hear a noise in the sky to look up and they just may see a canoe of drunken lumberjacks swearing and singing their way into hell. It, it is Montreal. It could just be a cocaine-powered comedian. <laughs> just literally nose booger blast. Yeah. <laughs> I got a sitcom pilot! <laughs> Get your trees ready, Canada! <laughs> and lots of Me Too allegations pending! Oh, get the werewolves! <laughs> oh, my lord. So, yeah, a <coughs> lot, of, lot of heavy traffic flying through the airs of, uh, of Canada. There you go. A lot of flying canoes. A lot of Jesuits lending their weight to it. Yeah, I know. A lot of um, illegal werewolf farming activity that I had no idea about. Doesn't surprise me in Canada. Oh, that's why they can, you know, afford to do those trade deals. <laughs> Mister, oh, we're high and mighty. We'll pay a livable, livable wage. Tear that to the werewolves. Yeah, exactly. God. So change the uh, change the story to where they were digging is now the black tar sands that they're mining for for uh, petrochemicals. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh. I just had to get all Greta Thunberg on everyone. Yeah, I know. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? That's my Greta Thunberg. It's pretty good. It's yeah. better than you Canadian. <laughs> oh, what you talking about, eh? Um, that's half fucking half uh, the kid from different strokes. <laughs> Having a stroke. And 
something. I don't know. What? That's totally like, hey, what do you, what do you think, what do you think you're doing, hey? You like my flannel shirt, day? Fucking hell. What? A boot? There's a flying canoe, a boot. Did you not watch Degrassi Junior High growing up? No. No? No. Oh, my God. Oh, look. Oh, my God. It's, it's the devil in a canoe, eh? Wow. <laughs> oh, no. I think my accent is great. Stop all you're behind. No, fine. Of all the, the great Canadians in this world. Yeah. Rick Moranis and Dan Aykroyd and Alanis Morissette. What? Oh, I can just think angrily about men who've like disappointed <laughs> me in relationships. Well, if you think that you ought to know. Eh? After they fucked off in their canoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's the extended version of the track. Where it's a flying canoe <laughs> when you've already sold your soul. God damn. Oh, isn't it ironic? <laughs> oh, there you go. So, uh, yeah, next time you're in Montreal, if you uh, if you hear something in the sky, but the other thing is, I was going to say, you know what? Don't look up. What if it? What if it's a, what if it's a werewolf taking a shit out of a canoe? <laughs> Can you imagine? That's just budget airlines. Oh my god! Oh, that oh, that could kill you. It could, yeah. Oh my god! I wonder if you can get insurance for that in Canada. <laughs> just like, oh my windshield! It was just at the lights, and then like a werewolf. It was like flying in a canoe. It just took a dump. Eh? They're all taking insurance for the damage you're doing to their culture with their fucking accent. Right on my windshield, eh? Oh my god! It's half Welsh, half Scottish. <laughs> I was, I was just, just put... about doing my duties, eh? Oh no, you could stop. And then he did his duty, eh? Just stop. It was some maple syrup, eh? Just stop. I like Canada. Maybe a moose, eh? I would like to one day go to Montreal. Please stop. Justin Trudeau, hey? Oh, God. I wonder what he's about. Uh, well, blackface and identity politics, apparently, but there you go. Oh, he seems so nice. He does, but that's identity politics for you. He's good looking, too. He's a good looking man. But he's not, you know. Blacked up. You know. Yeah. 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 Being culturally insensitive, shall we say. Uh, you know what? Next there's going to surface, you know, pictures of him like dressed up as a werewolf on working somebody's farm in, <laughs> in, in very, you know, questionable labour situations. Well, as long as he's doing that topless, they're not going to need to water that farm because it's going to be pussy juice. Oh! Actually, have you seen that uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, lord and saviour of Russian? Has he got his new calendar out? Well, he's just gone on his uh, holidays, yeah. Which you know, a television crew just happened to follow him. Yeah, you know, there's there's been some good shots. He's been camping by the lake, getting his shirt off to catch a fish at the lake. Um, oh, you know, looking at some bears by the lake. You know, just going over the launch codes by the lake. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, just making sure the bodies stay in town below the waterline at the lake. Having a laugh about Trump. Yeah, at the lake. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, look, you know, look out for it. You know, if you if you're not feeling manly enough, you can just Google it and be like, mm, okay, this is what I got to do. Yeah, I, I don't know anyone who hates themselves enough to want to aspire to be Putin. You know, oh, I tell you, you know, if anybody has got a secret canoe full with twenty werewolves, it's <laughs> it's that guy. It's not so secret. <laughs> I reckon Trump had a ride on it. He was the douchebag at the front, waving his paddle around. 
they just put some fake tits on him and just got him to like strapped him to the front, like on the ships. One of those. Oh, <laughs> they weren't fake tits. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. That's an image I don't want to see. Oh my god! And the best bit is when his little fake hair blew back. Everyone else oh. could just use it as a rug. Some <laughs> like room on the broom. <laughs> Good god! Oh, so Thank- thanks for listening. <laughs> Give us a review on Ga- on Apple. I fucking what do they call it? I it used to be <laughs> iTunes. Now it's Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, were, you were like Apple iPads <laughs> with the. What? I don't even know how many weeks there are in a year. Yeah, this is awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I I look, I still can't understand why canoes produce sparks. Shows how much learning I did at high school. Yeah, well you failed canoe studies. I know. Oh. They don't even have any water in Broken Hill, so you're that's probably why. Oh, I never got to never got to experience the bark canoe. <laughs> the bark canoe. The bark canoe. Eh? We're losing listeners by the dozen at this point. Okay. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll be back with our actual hundredth one. Hundredth? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Jesus. One year. Yeah. One year episode next week. Look at the dick. That's what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> Just remember, real mothman eat the carpet. <laughs> Look at the dick. <laughs> <laughs>